Wednesday to all out there. Welcome into the PHLY Phillies podcast. I am Jamie Lynch. With me, as always, Renee P. Washington, Tyler C. Charles. Charles, right. And uh, Zuli. Welcome in. Happy frigid, freezing Wednesday oh morning. I got in the car this morning. Renee, I know you have to do one of my least favorite things in the world after the show today. Uh, which is go get your car worked on and fixed uh, because you always feel like whenever you go to the mechanic, it's just going to – every time I go, I'm like, great, I just lost uh, $2,000. Like something's going to be up, yeah. some kind of catalytic uh, filter converter, uh, something, something that's or always other. dangerous and has to change yeah, right now. Just like they highly recommend you do it. So you got to go get your car worked on, uh, which is horrible. But now I have a man in my life. I have a mechanic man that I trust uh, with my family's life. Wait, do they work on my the, type of car? Yeah, I'm not going to say my cars. type of car. He's a, uh, he's just a, uh, a gas station slap slash repair shop mechanic. A uh, nice Italian man named Luigi that I trust oh, implicitly. Luigi. He's a, he's a, a sweetheart. A brother named Mario. <laughs> uh, were they out, car mechanics? Yeah, uh, no, they were plumbers. Oh, that's right. That's yes. right. That's right. Uh, but he's out in Bluebell. If you ever want to come that way, I can get you in with Luigi, and uh, I trust him. Uh, so best of luck to you today. But it is officially winter because I got in the car this morning, and it was the old low tire pressure. Oh, that's that time of year. Provolone oh, John. Cold. Welcome in. Provolone John's quite a name, by the way. Um, it listen, it is that time of year. Also, I got in the car, and I went to drink my, my water bottle, and it was frozen. This is the time of year you actually can save on your refrigerator if you want to just sit stuff in the car. So, yeah. It'll stay cold. Beer. Love that. Well, now it's getting to the point where it freezes. But, like, yeah. right up until this past week, leaving water in the car when you take a hit in the morning oh, and it's, it's like, refreshing. it like chills your lungs. It's so cold. Might freeze your teeth and everything yeah, on the way through, God, but it good. is very cold. It is But good. I will say I'm very irritated um, that I have to go get my car. I, I avoid any appointments, doctors, dentists, car. I avoid it all. And my question is always, is this life or death? Am I going to die? Mm-hmm. Do I, what, how soon do I need to get this fixed without it being something that's like yeah. Can dangerous? Can I push this for a little bit? Right. If it can <laughs> wait a few more months, we're waiting a few more months. Um, but if it's something like I'm going to drive right now and my car is going to fall apart, okay, maybe we should fix it. But. Yeah. So good luck today. I'm ready. I'm yes. ready. I got my business look on because I, I've noticed you that you have to go in a certain <laughs> way. If you look, if I look too young, or I look too old. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to treat me a certain way. So it's kind of taken like when I started out in media and, you know, you have to get past a lot of security and credentialing oh, and all that. Yeah. Uh, somebody gave me a great piece of advice. Shout out Dave Breitmeyer out there. Uh, he said, just always look miserable oh. and nobody's going to question you because they'll just assume you're there for work. Oh, that's uh, OK. So like that's not what I thought you were going to say. Walk in. Get your game face on, chew a little glass, look miserable, look mean, look tough, and say, no, I'm not paying for any of that. Okay. 
I right. actually go a little bit the opposite approach. I maybe, go the completely Maybe listen to a little ACDC before you get in there. Ah, get yourself bumped up. Yeah. A little thunderstruck or something. So I actually go the opposite approach oh, because okay. oh, what I've kindness. learned in life yeah, is uh-huh. if I just walk like I know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. smile, and have this like no, no. important look, people all of a sudden will do anything. It's, it's quite, hmm. I think it only works for women, to be honest. I don't know if it works Maybe. for men. Yeah. But I do that, like, most times when I go to arenas or anything, I find myself, even if I don't have a credential, I'm just in a spot I'm not supposed to be because I just act like I know where I'm going. Yeah. And I just keep walking, don't ask questions, yeah. smile. It's and, kind of the same hey, thing. Ours is just, you? like, look yeah. mean. But just look like Look you, mean. You look, look like a boss. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You, you carry yourself the right way. So that's, that's it. So I get, have in to, the, get into that car I shop I have to today. wear, like, something a little bit more, like, I look important mm-hmm. when I show up to the car dealer. I notice if I go in and, like, sweats or something, I yeah. look bummy. They're going to assume that I don't know anything or whatever. I got to look... You know, I have to make sure I'm speaking or taking a look educated. Yeah, it's all yeah. the little games. Just, it's it's sad. Don't it's super take sad. no shit from no one. Ah, none. Yeah. So we'll hype you up before you get out of here. Good morning to everybody <laughs> in the chat. Uh, Dave P, Provolone John, Jim are the first in here. Jim uh, Burtz, welcome. We've got Provolone John and Jim Burtz, some yeah. uh, new friends. Welcome in. Yeah, we're talking about car dealers and stuff, but let's, I, I guess there's it's a, a good time to maybe move on. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot uh, uh, in the rumor mill. Uh, oh, involving yeah. the morning MLB hot stove that we should get to. Uh, and none other than, of course, the desperation of the San Francisco Giants. And a report comes out that they are... Uh, Tyler, can you get the exact wording for me here? With their whole heart and wallets going <laughs> in for either Yamamoto or Otani, I think more of a gear towards Otani yes. uh, to put some butts in. Is that the direct quote from, so uh, it, I believe it's John Morosi? The quote is, sources tell me that the Giants are set. They are devoting their whole heart and finances to landing one of Shohei Otani or Yoshinobu Yamamoto in the coming weeks. Whole heart and finances <laughs> into Otani or Yamamoto. It's the heart for me. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> I mean, that just tells me their blank check is going to be as big or bigger than everyone else's. Because the thing about San Fran is they do have an owner that's willing to spend. Um, I wonder, you know, I feel like the Dodgers have so much money tied up in the in the team already. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say they're not going to get Otani, but it, it, it almost feels like San Fran is very alive for him because they might just be willing to write that $550 million check, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And listen, for for the Giants, they're still feeling the frustration of Aaron Judge, of Carlos Correa, of, you know, some interesting issues that they've had in the past. That Aaron Judge was going to the arson judge, I believe, was the actual tweet at the time. (laughs) Arson Judge and the San Francisco Giants. Had a great year for the Giants (laughs) last year. Yeah. Yeah. So the Giants, it, it seems like they're not. They don't want to repeat the same yeah. mistakes. And listen, sh- you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. They don't want to get burned again. And so, um, you know, as John Morosi has been reporting, you know, they want to go to the whole offseason song and dance. And they're hoping to land them. And they're really leaning in this time with all they've got. But full hearts to me just makes me chuckle. Like, yeah. is anybody going into <laughs> it with half a heart? Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Like, we're going to pitch you on... Everything that there is to love about playing with the Giants. We're going to give you all the money you want. We're going to talk to you about all the great foods. But, like, what does that even mean? What are you pitching? So it's just interesting because, again, as we've talked about, every day on the morning hot stove here at PHOI Philly's podcast, 
there's always a new team that's a front runner. The Yankees have consistently been in the conversation. The Dodgers and the Giants are like, don't forget about me because we also are very, very interested as well. So I know I did see a quote for an ownership group that's looking for their chance to really stamp their time on this organization in the post-Buster Posey era for them. This is the exact right player at the exact right time for the right franchise for the Giants to go all in on Shohei Otani, Morosi also commented. So it's all the rights. It's the right time for the right player for the right franchise in their eyes. Yeah, if I was a, what is his name, Khan? Uh, the owner, I forget, San Francisco Giants, yeah. whatever, it's irrelevant. Who cares? He's got a lot of money. Some rich man. Um, <laughs> some rich man that's not. I would honestly do like some some wild outside the box stuff. Uh, now, somebody in the comment, uh, Dave Dewar is like San Fran West Coast, which is a preference <clears throat> for a lot of Japanese players. True. Yeah. Uh, but here's where I would go next level. I would bring in um, like a top Japanese chef or sushi oh, maker. I was going to ask. Like, what does whole heart mean to you? And be like, hey, we're making half of our clubhouse food um, Japanese themed. Mm. And I would bring in somebody like big time. Um, like who is the guy, uh, Yuri Dreams of Sushi? You ever see that documentary movie? No. He had like one of the top sushi places in Japan, uh, but it was in the bottom of like a subway station. Okay. Uh, I think it's Hero Dreams of Sushi. And anyway, he spent like 50 years perfecting rice. And his son had worked for him for like 30 years and he wasn't yet qualified to be the rice maker. And it's like the greatest sushi in the world. And I really want to try it. I would like go hire somebody like that. Okay. I would go poach some talent from like one of the top, like find out whatever Otani's Mm. favorite dish is, whether, you know, and I'd go hire that chef and I'd make him the clubhouse chef and I'd be like, Shoei, come here. I got you. (laughs) Whatever you want. Short order chef. When I, yeah, show. I got Renee <laughs> coming in from Philly. You know, you can slip in her DMs. I got you this world-class ramen chef, sushi chef, whatever it is you want, I got you. Like, I... I not you pimping me out. Well, you know, you said you were open to it. Yeah, but it's, it's different what I said. You just pissed me out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, mean if, like you, if you insist, yeah. sure, I'll be, I'll be involved in the bargain. But, like, if I was giving my whole heart to Shoei, uh, that would be, like, the type of stuff I would do. That's what I, I, I would get me, outside whole the box. Heart, whole heart is like your it's it's beyond business at that point. Yeah, like you're food schmoozing, is like, you're schmoozing food is on like nostalgic whole, in the heart, you know? Food, like whatever their hobbies are. Okay, I know Yamamoto was playing golf at one point when he was visiting the United States. Obviously, I believe Shoei also likes playing golf. Maybe we're gonna have you guys. Is he a golfer? I I, I remember seeing oh no. He was a him and Sho, him and Yamamoto, like a months ago, went out to dinner together. I'd find out what did you have at dinner? Yeah. What's your favorite drink? Yeah. Let's make sure we can get that. We're gonna have a drink that's named after you. We're gonna you have a, a maybe a, a a range or something like a vir- you know those yeah. virtual ranges that you can have. Oh, I, that's one of my dreams. Oh, if those I had are so cool. Money, those want, are so cool. I want those. In like my I house. think maybe you say like we're gonna add some stuff into the ballpark. Like we're gonna the sure. clubhouse is gonna have maybe. Some more activities for I don't even know. Yeah, We're gonna fly you want, in your man. family. <laughs> whatever you your want. family gets their own suite when they come to yeah, the games. That's like, what heart means. Heart like, is like family, get, food, and fun. Yeah. Like the three F's. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> if I was San Fran, I would differentiate myself from every other team by doing something wild like that. Here, I you like want, that actually. You, I would you want take a private that jet? Here you go, man. Sure. Yeah. Take take one of mine. I don't care. You're gonna get your own, like whatever. It's convenience. Maybe like we're gonna help get you housing that's 
in this specific spot. I don't know who from San Francisco, people-wise, like celebrity-wise, you can bring in to help add to the schmooze. Yeah. But we're going to get you guys your own driver, and you're going to mm-hmm. have your own, like, entrance. Sure. Like, I don't know. We're yeah. going to roll out all the red carpet oh, for you. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, San Francisco yeah. Giants apparently are going to do whatever it takes. Their whole heart and their whole wallet. Uh, to get Shoei Otani. So that's kind of the big news on Otani Watch. I feel oh. like we're on Panda Watch uh, in, in Panda, Anchorman Panda, here. Panda. Today on Otani Watch. Uh, so the San Francisco Giants, who knows? And I know there's some concern. I think I read about the right field porch for power hitters in uh, Oracle Park there. Um, so we'll see. I, I think Otani hits bombs and he doesn't care about yeah. that type of thing. Well, the other irony is... Um, as every time we hear reports about one thing, we also hear conflicting reports. And I know Will Leitch, who writes for Major League Baseball, uh, put out a piece. This actually was later yesterday and was listing the top five possible landing spots for Yamamoto. And none of them were the Giants. <laughs> but it was the Yankees at number one, the Mets at number two, the Red Sox at number three, Dodgers at number four, and the Cubs at number five hmm. for potential landing spots ranked in order. All he has to do so, is go to Chicago in the winter, and he'll be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, the Chicago's winters are brutal. <laughs> if I'm They're Chicago, not even, like, pretty fun Yeah, cold. no. Like, it's if I'm Chicago, like, I'm like, I'll see you at the winter meetings. Don't don't bother coming here right now yeah. in early December. We're, we're just, no, no. Forget about it. That's absolutely. We'll see you in Florida. Absolutely. But then other reports have said that the Giants are the team to watch at winter meetings. That's mm, one of the recent we're coming up. rumors on Major League Baseball uh, because of, of course, John Morosi's reports that the Giants are the team that's definitely been a little bit more aggressive now uh, because they don't want to have the same mistakes they made in the past. They want to make sure they're landing one of these top free agents. So. Keep an eye out for those Giants, even though some reports do not even have them on Yamamoto's top five. Sneaky, sneaky. Um, So not much Phillies news and rumors out there, but there was one Phillies-related news story yesterday, I guess you could call it that, and that is um, Adam Hazley, the (laughs) first-round pick of the 2017 year, number eight overall, has been designated for assignment by the White Sox. Um, And, you know, whatever. Tyler, I know, was a big fan of Adam Hazley pick at the time because he was a college player from the University of Virginia. He was just I don't want to say five tool player, but he was he just did everything pretty well uh, from defense to throwing to hitting to speed on the base path. He was just a well-rounded player that you'd hope. Yeah. would kind of translate up. Never did. A couple other people really liked the pick at the time, too. Uh, but it makes me just think about uh, the Matt Klintak era, era and how much they dropped the ball with developing the farm system. Uh, so Hazley was the third straight first-round draft pick, Phillies outfielder, uh, which was a complete whiff. Uh, they took Cornelius Randolph two years prior to Hazley uh, at number 10 overall. And then he ir- ironically went to the White Sox as well and is now playing independent ball. And then, of course, Mickey Moniak the following year in 2016 at the number one overall pick. Um, so three straight years, three first round draft picks on three outfielders massive massive failure and Dave Dombrowski and you know the staff had to not only make the Phillies a World Series competing competing team but they also had to fix the farm system at the same time so they they 
they took on a tall order here because Matt Clentak and, and team really left this place in shambles. Uh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And for Adam with that deal with the White Sox, um, so the move is due to the addition of infielder Paul DeJong. And with no minor league options left, the only other option was for the White Sox to put him on the big league opening day roster or make this move. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, Adam, um, at the time when he was with the Phillies, was a part of the trade in 2022 to Chicago for minor league pitcher McKinley Moore. Um, but it's, it, it just it reminds us of how far the Phillies specifically have come because I know yeah. we have, myself included, been very frustrated uh, with the fact that the Phillies have fallen short and been so close. But prior to the World Series run last year, and even, of course, this past NLCS run, the Phillies were in shambles. It was like, what farm system? Yeah. You, know, there, you didn't have the young prospects. I know we've, we've talked about potential trades involving prospects and how they can be, you know, how their future should pan out. But at least the Phillies have some <laughs> yeah. that you can even talk about as top prospects. You know, you look at Painter, you look at Orion's future you look at even Yoro, Johan Rojas' future. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of youth that the Phillies have been developing that is a bright spot because the future is encouraging that they're at least taking that time to develop. Um, so, yeah, that was some, some news. Yeah, you know, and, some um, minor news. The Adam. first round pick, uh, or the second round pick, excuse me, after Hazley, or was that the Moniac year, Tyler? I'm, I'm cross-streaming here with Spencer Howard. No, he was, was 2017. That, that, was, that was the right. The that was the Hazley year. Yeah. So they went Adam Hazley and Spencer Howard. And let us not forget, mm. when we talk about prospects and trading know, and improving Jamie. the big league club, that Spencer Howard was once thought of by many Phillies fans to be untouchable. Just, just, mm. just, just mm. think on that. Um, mm. My man probably right now is in need of a peanut butter sandwich after he lost energy running to first base. <laughs> uh, but you know who doesn't? lose energy running to first base for you that's the game time app uh the game time app is the fastest growing ticket platform out there and we got an offer for you if you use code phly you'll get 20 dollars off your first purchase buying tickets to your favorites events shouldn't be stressful and game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sporting music comedy theater tickets whatever you might need in your area they have killer last minute deals with the best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for all the fun you're gonna have uh, game time is the place for last minute deals forget planning months in advance Day game time has will hook you up right until the day of the event get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and plenty more the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the addition uh, of the difference so snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code phly for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code phly for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed well jamie while we're talking about the untouchables i know in the chat greg mc was saying he was very high on spencer howard it's a fair point dave was also saying almost every untouchable the phillies have had in their farm system yeah, has been a bust don brown kyle <laughs> drabic but that's something i know we talked about after people were questioning why in our hypothetical trades we would talk about trading youth prospects because of the exact reason that we're re referring to. I mean, you look at Hazley, and, and as you mentioned, 2015, 2016, 2017, miss, miss, miss on all those prospects. 
And you just don't know how they're going to pan out. You, there's no guarantee. There's injuries. No. There's development. You're you're hoping they're going to reach their ceiling. But there's plenty of times, not only for the Phillies, but athletes in general have these huge expectations coming into professional sports and never pan out to be that way. Uh, Zion Williamson, as I was just watching and play the other night, great example of someone that had all these injuries and then chaos and never really amounted. People had him as the next LeBron coming into the NBA. Bryce Harper, that's why we love Bryce Harper, because he's someone that did pan out and exceed expectations. It's so difficult, which is why when you have opportunities to trade or move for someone like a Shohei Otani or even a Yamamoto, who you you have a better idea of what they're going to do because they've already proven themselves, that's why you go all in with your whole heart if you're the Giants. I know mm. people are saying they'd put a whole Ben Franklin wig on Oh, they would rename King of Prussia to King Shoei. <laughs> Shoei, like, that's why you go all out. And it has me wondering, like, what would I, what would we do for the Phillies to be able to bring in another big name um, and someone like Shoei Otani to give our whole hearts? Because yeah. it, is, it is exciting when you know what you're going to get from a guy versus having to take a chance on someone yeah. that you go after them. And Dave Dewar in the chat says, almost every untouchable the Phillies have had in their farm system has been a bust. I love um, when you do that. Yeah. Well, did what do you, you read? You read the, the exact one. And oh, I meant to read the other one. And he said the, okay. the keepers are the ones that sneak through like the stots and bones of the world. But again, yes. I mean, Boehm was a first round yeah, pick. Yeah, I, I don't think Boehm snuck through. Yeah, yeah, you expected something from him. Stott, I would, Stott was what, a second round pick? Maybe first? No, Stott was a first round pick. Yeah, he was a first round pick mm -hmm. as well. But yes, those guys are, are your crown jewels right, right. now. So, uh, you know, when you talk about prospect versus proven commodity, Devin Williams is up for, well, I, I don't know, this award called the Reliever of the Year Award tonight at 5 o'clock uh, versus Josh Hader and some others. So it's like proven commodity or, and it's all about, it's a fun baseball discussion. Uh, but the fact of the matter is it amazes me how much Phillies fans who have been hurt by so many untouchables so many. throughout our lives so. continue to overvalue prospects. And I'm right. not saying that all prospects, like some become Mike Trout's and some become Bryce Harper's. And like, yeah. you know, That's there are, the thing. There are you great just don't ones. know. You it's have a no really idea. hard, it's an inexact science. Uh, how much many like the times, how many times have you seen in, let's just look at Philly sports specifically, not even just other teams. Philly sports specifically where a guy gets traded and two, three, four years from now, Drew Holiday with the Sixers, you're like, oh, crap, wish we had him yeah. on the team. Yeah. Because you just have no idea. And then there are other times where you're like, oh, wow, we really dodged the bullet on that one. But Devin Williams, who was a rookie of the year, relief pitcher of the year already and still up for accolades, uh, you know, why not have the ability to go all in if you can for someone like him who's already proven himself and already has had opportunities to show what he's capable of doing. So, yeah, it's it just to me, I, I actually prefer the short thing. I'm not a I don't like a, a gamble. Yeah. And I think this is all a credit to Dave Dombrowski and Preston Mattingly and Brian Barber for how much they've mm -hmm. fixed this. That, again, we have several untouchables and Justin Crawford oh, yeah. is. Close to being uh, an untouchable player for me because of how much he excelled this year. Andrew Painter is just because so many people in baseball mm -hmm. uh, that I respect have deemed him as filthy. Yeah. Uh, Mick Abel took a step back this year. Do mm -hmm. I deem him an untouchable? Absolutely not. Right. Griff McGarry, we once thought was going to be one of the three head, you know, three headed horsemen that the Phillies have in the future. He's now fallen out of their top 10 prospects. So it's a fickle Happens. game and seeing the Adam Hazley news just reminded me of Matt Clintax failures. Uh -huh. Like it, 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 
at the big league level, like there were some things he did that I agreed with, uh, a couple moves he made that I agreed with, but they just failed massively to develop the Phillies farm system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dombrowski, Barber, and Mattingly had to, you know, come in and clean that all up. So Adam Hazley designated for assignments. Won't see him no more. Uh, yeah. So in the hot stove yesterday, there was a lot of rumors <clears throat> and the Toronto Blue Jays mm-hmm. GM. Uh, I thought this was interesting little nugget from Ken Rosenthal. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays GM had to come down and shoot down rumors uh, that they are shopping Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette because teams have been calling the Blue Jays about them. Um, so he came out and said, you know, those are unfounded. Yes, some teams may have called about them, but we're not looking to move them. Uh, another name, which is a little different from Bichette and um, Vlad Jr. that was getting some calls is Alex Bregman. Um, he only has one year remaining at high money. The other two are more affordable, younger, uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but Ken Rosenthal goes on to say that a lot of teams are calling about these types of guys because there's a lack of quality bats on the free agent market, which leads to these kind of speculative trade calls by GM, the GM. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's why I think trade talk is uh, on the table for the Phillies. And the winter meetings, which are next week, so, uh, soon. so soon, is really <laughs> when these things probably will ramp up. So uh, my interpretation of Ken Rosenthal's story on The Athletic last night was that trades are very much going to be on the table uh, this offseason because teams don't really like what they're seeing in terms of bats out there. And that's unfortunate for the Phillies because – in my opinion, they need a right-handed outfield bat in a pretty bad way. Mm-hmm. And that's why we talked about Whit Merrifield yesterday. Um, so the Blue Jays owner had to come out because, you know, apparently he was like, all right, Boba Shett and Vlad Jr. are not getting shopped. Teams are just calling me about them. Um, so I don't know what it means for the Phillies, but they might have to get creative to get that right-handed bat if they're yeah. not going to go get a T. Oscar or a Guriel or whoever it might be. And that's the thing. I mean, as winter meetings are getting closer and closer, you're definitely hearing more and more aggressive conversation from teams that are looking to shop and are actively looking to make trades happen in order to do that. And so, uh, you know, the Phillies... I know you and I, Jamie, were talking about on the show. Like, it's fortunate that right now when we're talking hot stove updates, there's nothing major that's concerning or, you know, has us nervous for the Phillies because it is still adding more pitching arms. It's adding an outfielder. It's adding someone that can give you good at-bats. But the most important piece has already been solidified with the signing of Aaron Nola. And now as we're watching other teams kind of scramble, it has you wondering, you know, what's going to happen. But I'm excited for it because I feel like, as we've talked about, this this offseason – as soon as the season was was coming to an end, it was like chaos just got started right away. There was no waiting. There was no downtime. Yeah. And every day we have something new to talk about, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, Ken Rosenthal went on to say <laughs> uh, on the Juan Soto front, I thought oh, this was yeah. also interesting as well. Juan Soto is going to be a Yankee. Like, yeah. I think we can just kind of stop talking about ah. where he's going to be playing. He's going to go to the Bronx. I'm like... Fully convinced of it at this point. Uh, Ken Rosenthal basically went on to say, yes, the Padres are going to move. Just as Jeff Passan said a couple weeks ago, they're going to move Juan Soto. Uh, the last sentence of his Soto like little snippet was, the question is not whether Soto will be traded. The question is which team will acquire him. I just fully believe it's going to be the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is part of the other reason, aside from their broke boy finances, uh, 
Rosenthal goes on to say six pitchers for the Padres last season who combined for nearly 700 innings, 700 innings uh, are going to be potentially on the open market and not returning. Blake Snell, Seth Lugo, Michael Waka, Nick Martinez, Luis Garcia, and Josh Hader all are on the open market. Uh, so Rosenthal goes on to say, not only will a Soto trade, uh, you know, help their finances, but it could also help replace some of those innings mm. as well as adding financial flexibility. So it's it's pretty much a given that Juan Soto is going to be gone. He's what, Tyler, 26, 27? It's a point? great spot to move him. Like, you're going to have an... He's you're 25. Gonna wanna, 25. He's geez. only 25. I thought he was 26 Jeez. at least. He's a baby. Um, so these, this is kind of a rare situation. It's not Bryce Harper hitting free agency mm-hmm. rare at age 25, 26, but it is an obtainable guy you can give an extension to right as he's starting his prime, yeah. which is crazy to say because he's already been tremendous. So I, I think it's all but over that he's a Yankee. Uh, but I thought that was an interesting little piece from Ken Rosenthal there. Yeah, and Ken's been very busy because Ken's also following the update. Listen, everybody's been very busy following all the updates, but I know uh, Ken Rosenthal's name was tagged to a number of updates. He uh, must have also, talked to a couple agents or He's GM been out there. Yeah. Yep, must have had some lunches or dinners <laughs> or something, uh, starting with the Angels because, of course, the Angels are holding out hope that they'll be able to re-sign Shoei Otani. But according to Mark Fizan, who's – also been very active as well. He heard the Angels are interested in Blake Snell. So there's they, been some they've reports. They've pitchers for yeah, like 25 years. Yeah, they've been years, actively so. tied to um, some interest in Blake Snell. And then Ken Rosenthal specifically when it comes to the Dodgers and Dylan Cease. Uh, the Dodgers are expected to be one of the most active teams this offseason, which we've seen so far. We've The Dodgers, the this Yankees. This is Mark Fison said that? Um, this is Ken Rosenthal okay, that's talking yeah, about yeah, this yeah. one. I was so, say, he also said that. Yeah, Ken's talking about the fact that the Dodgers have reported interest in top names, of course, like Otani Yamamoto, uh, but the, more than a dozen teams have inquired about White Sox starter Dylan Cease with the Dodgers among the most aggressive of those teams, according to Ken Rosenthal. And we know uh, Bob Nightingale, of course, previously reported that the Dodgers are one of the teams engaged in trade talks for Cease as well. So we're continuing to hear the conversations around where they're going to go. Um, but it seems like if I had to choose a, a most aggressive award right now, like top three, it feels like it's the Dodgers, the Yankees, and I guess the Giants have now jumped themselves into a top three of teams that are most actively shopping and yeah. having conversations and then making sure those conversations get leaked to Ken and Bob and John, so that the reports can come out of yeah, all they're trying to do. Desperation's a stinky cologne, and you can kind of tell which teams are most desperate right now. And Mm -hmm. it's definitely the Giants. Seems like the Cubs are pretty desperate. The Cubs are another one. Uh, The Yankees are very desperate, and you know Steve Cohen and the Mets are are going to be pretty desperate here. Mm -hmm. Um, Although they will get Edwin Diaz back next year, which is which is you know pretty substantial for them for sure. Um, So you know Dylan Cease is going to be an interesting one. The um, the proposed Devin Williams trade we talked about the other day got (laughs) people so like lathered up and irrational that somebody actually tweeted me and said Dylan Cease would be a safer play than getting Devin Williams. And I went, sir, this is a Wendy's. Um, let's just move on with our day here. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, but, you know, Jeez, it is. Please. Yeah. Uh, so Jim Bowden, the guy we talked about yesterday, 
uh, in terms of Whit Merrifield and the Phillies connection, mm -hmm. went on to say that the Braves, who I'm always keeping that one eye on. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, they, we haven't talked as much about the Braves lately, yeah. but that, is, that makes me nervous. I don't want to say they're desperate because they just had, you know, an incredible season, yeah. but they clearly are looking to upgrade because they can't get past the big bad Phillies. <laughs> uh, so Jim Bowden speculates Eduardo Rodriguez and the Braves could make a lot of sense. Uh, it does seem like they want to add another pitcher. They kind of are going to have a nasty rotation next year. <laughs> I hate to say it. And Iglesias, their closer, missed like half the year this year. So like the Braves are potentially going to be better. Like uh, keep having But their offense, I don't know if we'll meet what it did this year, so maybe there's a slight step back. But the Braves are going to be an absolute wagon again. Everybody that the Braves have been allegedly reportedly interested in have been people that would make them better because they don't need much. And let's be honest, adding another pitching arm regardless, I mean at one point it was Sonny Gray and Aaron Nola. Now it's it's Eduardo. Like regardless of who they add, unfortunately, you have to keep an eye, one and a half eyes on the Braves because it's very scary that they are just minor pieces away. Ugh, yeah. Good Lord. So that was a little Braves nugget from the morning. So the Braves. Uh, and then last piece of general kind of MLB talk is tonight is the Trevor Hoffman and Mariano Rivera awards. Mm -hmm. uh, last night, the comeback player of the awards were announced and that went to Cody Bellinger who obviously is very deserving yeah. uh and liam hendricks <clears throat> who was with that white Sox dumpster fire uh relief pitcher beat cancer so yay f cancer great job liam he's a name i'd i'd honestly have a little bit of interest in uh bringing in here as like just another you know kind of high leverage guy mm -hmm. uh bounce back a little bit but he was coming off of chemo and stuff so like yeah oh my so gosh. like just the fact that he was playing baseball last year was incredible but that might be one that's a good value veteran uh type that you bring in so we'll see but the yeah. finalists for the hoffman and rivera awards hoffman is the nl relief pitcher of the year uh, that is between Josh Hader, Devin Williams, and David Bednar. And the Mariano uh, Rivera Award for the AL reliever is between Emmanuel, is it Classe? It's Classe. Classe. Yeah. Uh, Felix Bautista and Jordan Romano. Uh, so that'll be announced at 5 o'clock mm -hmm. tonight. Well, back to Hendricks. Uh, 34 years old, as you talk about, uh, made his debut in May, late May, May 29th, after getting treatment for non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Um, then, of course, had an, five appearances before going on the injured list with right elbow inflammation, had Tommy John surgery in August. You know, it's been quite a, a year for for Hendricks, but the most important battle was the one against cancer. So yeah. that that made me tear up a little yeah. bit just seeing that That's because cool. it's, it's well deserved. And honestly, yeah. no award can really, you know, amount to fully the appreciation of him and his battle and what he's been going through personally. But I'm glad that the league did give him that because it's yeah. it's it's bigger than baseball. It's one of the rare things yeah. that's like universally agreed upon, which mm -hmm. is F cancer. Everybody hates it. Everybody can agree on that. Yeah. And Liam Hendricks was a pretty cool story last and year and now as, as john is mentioning unfortunately with that tommy john surgery you know he is sidelined until late 2024 season possibly 2025 season. oh i didn't so, know he had tommy john I yeah that. in august um he had tommy john surgery so oh. been, well it's then been never a mind sad... i don't really have interest then sorry liam <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no interest but yeah. he it's, it's it's a sad story and unfortunately uh 34 years old to have tommy john surgery after already you know a lot of battles 
don't know what his future holds, but most importantly, he's healthy in a good space. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, the city connect jerseys are going to be wait. apparently coming out in the near future. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what the Phillies have to bring about this new City Connect jersey. Did they just straight up steal this from the NBA with the City, like the City Connect? So jersey? basically, yeah. I mean, okay. it's been—it was two years ago that the league and I had to actually double check this myself. But two years ago, the league partnered with Nike to start unleashing the City Connect <laughs> marketing, make more money, um, and it is all about the money yes. because, of course, these are jerseys that are directly influenced by specific aspects of the city. They connect. <laughs> fans with the city with the team and so uh it slowly rolled out where this past season we had uh, it reached up to 20 teams that have city connect jerseys and of course now that two-thirds of the league has their own city connect jerseys it's time for some more city connect jerseys to come out so that means the <laughs> phillies have to drop one of their four jerseys mm -hmm. uh five wait so we have we have the creams, we have the pinstripes, we have the grays, we have the powder blues, and the, the, red. the red. And the red. <laughs> All right, so five jerseys. One of them has to get dropped. Uh, we have not shared this with one another. I will start. For me, it is a simple, simple answer, and I think some people might roast my ass here. For me, it's simple. I'm dropping the cream jersey. I do not like the cream jersey. Uh, they usually wear it with the blue hat. With the red brim and the white pea, I, it's fine. It's not, like, offensive to me. Uh, but if I have to drop one of those five, easy for me. See ya, Creams. See ya, Creams. Um, listen, I, I'm torn between, actually, the gray and the cream. I love the gray. I don't know what it is I about like the gray. I like the gray as a fan. Like, I think it's a cool to wear on the side, but I don't love it on... I don't love it as a player, if that makes sense. Like, I think... You don't think it would get you feeling No, feeling something feels very blah about it. Like, I, that's why I don't like the I cream like either. I, I, yeah, so I either one of those can go. I love the the pinstripes. I love the powder pinstripes blues. Pinstripes are classic. And powder I think you actually have to keep the reds because I feel like they're so classic. Like, you need to have some... Phillies, the Phillies are red. You can't have jerseys yeah. that don't... You don't have a red jersey. That's the main color for the Phillies. John Sequello so says drop the red. I, and, I, I, and I think Tyler, actually, you wanted to drop the red, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so listen. Uh, I, I wait, what was your final answer before we move to Tyler? I said the cream and the gray. The cream. They both. Well, no, well, no, 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 no. You said two, you coward. <laughs> let's, 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 let's get your final I, answer. I'm going to go with the gray because you said the cream. Boo. And Dave and I are on the same page. Boo. Gray's got to go. It's just very black. It's very Boo. like, it's, there's no... I mean, the cream is is not. I don't like that cream one either, stinks. though. But they're both similar, they're like the same to me. I think they could right. both go. Tyler, let them both walk. What, what do you got, Tyler? Which one are you dropping? <laughs> By the way, before before I give you this answer, you guys, oh you guys, now that the way that the sun's peeking through, it looks like you've got like this <laughs> angelic view to you guys right now. Um, so to me, there are. Three jerseys that are definitive that will not go anywhere. Yeah, the, powder the, blues. the powder blues don't go anywhere. They're the a fan stripes. favorite. The pinstripes are their home jerseys. They don't go anywhere. Yeah. And the grays are uh, their road jerseys. They don't I go anywhere. Um, it, it's this is not a conversation of you if you like the gray or dislike the gray. The gray is their road jersey. They'd have to make an entire change, mm. like to make the cream their road yeah, jersey yeah. or to, to, to make a decision. Ew. So cream is just the Sunday jersey. It's not going anywhere. To me, the answer is the red jersey because the 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 three staples don't go anywhere, and then it comes down to cream or red. And I think the cream with the blue the blue hat holds the value for me. It's not necessarily the cream I don't jersey. Like the blue hat. The blue hat is beautiful. 
Uh, and, and so for me, the red one's easy to get rid of because you're not changing your hat. You're not changing. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's the worst of the five. So yeah. here's my issue, though. Like, look at our PHLI Phillies logo. Red, blue, and white. Mm -hmm. Red is the main color. How do you get... You're wearing a red Phillies shirt right now. Wearing, How do you get rid of... I'm wearing this beautiful PHLI. Like, I, I just feel like it, getting rid of the red the sunlight, means though. that you're changing the... <laughs> It's because they don't they don't sell like pinstripe shirts and they don't sell gray shirts. I think from a selling standpoint, the red and the blue is the only way to sell T-shirts. Right. I just feel like the red has you can get is, yours is at phlylocker.com. The red is classic Phillies colors. Like you have to have something that still holds the Phillies colors. The cream is not. It's do. not white. That's why the white pinstripes work for me. I like. First of all, I think the pinstripes look cool. Anywhere. They're not yeah. going anywhere. And I There's love the. Pinstripe. I love Screw the powder you, blue. The powder blue is powder beautiful. Blue is the best one. So to got. me, it is the gray or the cream. And as you, Dave was saying the same thing as you in the chat. We got two Daves in the chat. Dave Dewar was saying the same thing as you in the chat, Tyler. About of course the grays can't go anywhere because they are the standard away. And I just, to me, either of those can go. But I it also makes me nervous because what the heck is a City Connect jersey going to look like? Like the Sixers unveiled their Reading Terminal. Jersey. It's gonna have a Liberty Bell on it. I can. I it's guarantee you. If, if as long as it has, okay. If you're gonna get rid of the red, then the City Connect should have something red in it, like a lot of red. And you're thinking it's gonna go Liberty Bell? Yeah. It is the first I, City maybe Connect, it's so just, it's gotta maybe be the it's most the hat pressing goes Liberty Bell. Like something's gonna have a Liberty Bell. So because they are all cultural connections to the city, and this is the very first, and I'm sure we're going to have other City Connect jerseys over the years. It does have to be the one that's the most important. And obviously, the Liberty Bell has been the biggest mm. component for the Phillies. The Declaration of Independence. Maybe you could get like a old It is scroll. also coming maybe out. Maybe you could put Nick Cage on there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else is like I'm excited pressing. to see him. Like there's nothing else in the city. What are you going to do? A like ro Like something Rocky or Schuylkill or... Love Park. Like Independence-ish. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. They also have words Hall, on the front. Like you can do like a cool skyline of Independence so, Hall. I don't know. That's the other part of it is like the different City Connect jerseys have specific city jargon on it. Like Brew Crew or Los Dodgers or like whatever. Like yeah, Space the White City. Sox had, uh, like Southside. Southside. Exactly. I don't so know. like what, what would. Do they do a South Philly shirt? <laughs> Just yo cuz? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited it's, to see it, though. And apparently, according to some rumors, it should be coming out in the next... I would imagine they would want them out before Christmas, right? Like, I would think that so, would make sense from a marketing standpoint. Okay, Cincy has... If you've, if you've got, like, Cincy, you can go maybe just Philly. Or is it Phila? Everybody the Reds should just do a chili bowl for Ben's chili. Or no, it wouldn't, no Skyline chili. Ben's is D.C. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do Phila because I can't stand when people show in like Philly to, they should go to Phila. I think it should be done. Sold. There you go. Say less. I think it should be Philly with a cool font. It should be a construction crew on 95. Oh, John's my Sequoza. Lord. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that because that's so Philly of us. Could you to do, do something fanatic related? Is that but that's City not like Connect? City Connect. That's Philly. It has to be something like Philadelphia specific. Uh, a pothole? We could do a pothole theme. Um, John's scrap. What if it just says John's on no, the front? John. No, <laughs> no, I John. hate John's, but everybody outside of Philly loves talking about John's. 
Lisa makes literally... a good point. Jim actually said John in the chat also. Yeah, it just Lisa said like says, Billy Johns. The Liberty Bell goes along with Ring the Bell. I think that's probably the easiest connection there for the City Connect. Um, <laughs> ring the bell, ring the bell. Oh, no. We're ring not getting started ring there. The bell. So anyway, interesting. I'm not allowed to sing it anymore, but yeah. there's been some pretty interesting response the in the chat. The Smith slap oh, from Lord. King Crabs. The uh, South Philly shirt is just a white beater with <laughs> tomato paste stain. There you go, guys. There you go. Thank you, John. Uh, um, I actually could, sad, if they do something, I promise you, if they do something like Philly John's, I am not coming on this show ever again. I don't think they will. I don't know what what that would do for the sh like the shirt, but yeah, no, I think uh, like I'm I'm protesting essentially. I'm, I'm not on the show because I'm gonna be down there protesting. That'd I be think ridiculous. Be a tone deaf, yeah. That'd be very much tone deaf. Yeah, maybe um, just water, water, or crowns or bureau. <coughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I'm something. interested to see it because. Yeah, it should, should be, be cool. it should just be a Liberty Bell. It should be like Philly with like the Liberty Bell kind of over. Maybe it's on the sleeve or on, over top of the words or something like I I, I think you keep I bet it the simple hat is a Liberty Bell. Oh, some, yeah, some I think like that would be cool. Tie in maybe with a P with on a, the side or something like that. Yeah, I just think please just keep it simple. Don't I do think something. the Independence Hall like skyline silhouette would, that be, would be cool. Pretty badass on a hat. Like maybe I'll tell Eric about that and we just make our own. Yeah, let's just do it ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> PHOY City Connect jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that going. Uh, and we won't charge you like seven thousand no, dollars, like the no, league we're, is going we're very to. Affordable, oh gosh, Dave is saying, please do not be royal blue. Oh no, I didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, that would be. There's ugly. nothing wah, like wah. maybe just the goose. <laughs> maybe they just do the goose. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Ben Franklin's face, which I mean, you can definitely do some Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin naked. You know, stuff. he was a big air dryer, and he would go up to the roof and naked sunbathe. You could do like Ben Franklin, like naked on a roof with one of those like spread eagle. Ew! Have some fun with it, Phillies. No, don't have that kind of fun. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. But you know what? Regardless of what they drop, we do know that Foco is going to have Ooh. all the new City Connect jerseys for you because over at Foco, you can buy whatever merch you want. Rep our teams, rep your favorite players and teams, and you can use the code PHLY10 to get 10% off of your purchase because at Foco. They have all the newest merchandise for you. They've always got us covered here in Philly. They've got you covered as well. Bobbleheads, toys, collectibles, City Connect jerseys, City Edition, overalls, hats, slippers, sunglasses. Foco's got it all. So again, head over to Foco. Use code PHOY10. Get 10% off because we will be staying closely tied to what the City Connect jerseys are going to be and very interested to see how they launch and what they look like. So, uh, um, Independent yeah. Hall. Yeah, listen, we're going to, cool. yeah, Independent Hall would be cool. Yeah. It's got to be something that looks normal, that's like easy to recognize, and that is a big Philly. A PPA ticket writer. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, that would, that be, would be bad. Uh, so there was a little piece of Andre Dawson news and a little bit of buyer's remorse contracts where a Philly's yeah. contract was hanging out. We'll get to that tomorrow uh, because, you know, time is winding down. We have a sicko trade still to get to. We have a, um, a guest at Ballpark, which I really love enjoying you um, squirm a little bit. And uh, I do want to touch on this before we get to that. And then I have some positive news after okay, you. Okay, great. Uh, I love positive news. <laughs> um, the story, we just want to hit on this real quick. If you hadn't seen it yet about Sports Illustrated. Uh, now, this hurts my soul because as a kid, 
My grandmom used to get me SI for kids every Christmas as one of her gifts. I used to get those. And I, I, I absolutely loved SI. I started on the kids. And then as I became an adult, I still get magazines. Of course you do. Because uh, I'm still not have, going down that rabbit hole with I, you. I, I, I still have a little bit of that old <laughs> of soul left in me, and I used to. I still loved getting Sports Illustrated. That's cute. Um, now they've cut it down from once a week to once a month, and uh, I don't currently have my subscription anymore. But it, they got busted the other day. Uh, they have been publishing stories written by artificial intelligence and attributing them to writers that don't exist. Oof. The profiles for fake authors used AI-generated headshots and made-up bios. When they were confronted about it, the content was then all deleted. Um, this is mm. terrifying. Mm. AI has always bugged me out, and um, there's some real scary stuff happening. There's some amazing stuff happening with it, but there's also a real slippery slope because it's ungoverned. And kind of the Wild West. And you can do some horrifying things with AI. Uh, the fact that a company that I loved and respected my whole life went down this road for the sake of saving money or whatever it may have been. Uh, it makes my, my sports soul cry a little bit. So those are my thoughts on it. I just think this, this AI thing is more horrifying than it is good. Ah. <sighs> Well, listen, it's as horrifying as King Crab's question in the chat, which had me like, what? Um, but honestly, AI, what, what I think annoys me the most about AI and every all the technology changes is we used to watch movies like iRobot and Eagle Eye and stuff and think like, oh, robots taking over. Terminator. Has anybody Terminator, seen it? The Jeez. Jetsons. Let's go back even further. The Jetsons. I think the Jetsons we used actually to watch predicted took, take stuff. place now. Yes. And what they like predicted. Like four or five or something. Some of the things that they've predicted are actually around now. Well, the Simpsons like, is the greatest predictor of. Oh, it's wild. But yeah. like now we are actively moving into exactly what those movies predict. And I always believe there's some truth behind those movies. Don't get me wrong, but it definitely makes it like, okay, wait a minute. Why would we have all these robots and AI and things that are taking over? Because it does take away from the human element. Yeah. And to now know that there are jobs that are being pretended yeah. and fake jobs that are being held by an AI uh, that's really behind the scenes, you know, Fake picture, fake names, fake pieces. It's, it's terrifying because yeah. you just don't know what's real and what's fake. And I know I even saw on Twitter the other day, it was Scarlett Johansson's birthday. And somebody tweeted something out like, happy 39th birthday to Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, Scar and it was, I know she's beautiful. She's one of my and, But it was an AI generated picture of her. And then it actually had a disclaimer like, this is an AI generated picture. Oh, this is not the real image. So like creepy. That's where we are now. And yeah. everything from your phone to any technology, they always have these like alternatives of like, would you like to use AI? Use AI for this? No. Would you like? And like, no, because we're, what is the point if we're doing? We already are lazy as a society, and yeah. now we're gonna have AI out here. You can actually, full disclaimer: my Twitter picture and my Instagram picture are AI generated pictures. Are they are? So as I'm complaining about Wait. it, I want to be. Wait, what? Yes, my you're gonna go look now. That's yeah, not me. People think that's me. I had somebody saying, like, oh, you're in a pink blazer and a whatever on your and I'm like, that's not even me. My Twitter picture is an AI. That's not me. They took my picture and made an AI version because I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. And then I got lazy and posted it as my headshot. But people think that's really 
Like I didn't take that picture. I don't even own that outfit. I mean, I own a similar one. That's not me. Instagram's the same thing. I know you're so perplexed. I know. But that's the thing. Wait, hold it's- up. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> there is an app where you can upload pictures of yourself and they will create AI pictures. And it could be anything from headshots to beach shots to casual wear. And so I was messing around with it because somebody sent it that to me and I did creepy. it. And that's not, I didn't take that picture. That so is an like, AI generated picture from my picture. That's so weird. That's not me. That's, that's fake. so weird. That's fake Renee. Bam. Weird. And you I don't know. feel weird about that? I did it first. And then I was like, Meh, people don't. Well, okay. The only but reason like, I did it. What, what do you think they're doing with the, like, your real photo? Like, that's the thing where I'm like, and, and so, not to say Facebook and Instagram and like, Twitter and all these other So here's, here's my thing. For Twitter and Instagram, it was purely out of being lazy because I didn't, I needed to update my profile picture. And I was like, let me just go with it. I needed something generic. And so I actually was like, let me just go with that because it's so small. Like nobody actively, in my opinion, maybe they do. They're not clicking it. They don't really know. It's just a small little thumbnail on your phone. Yeah. I mean, so I, I'm I like, didn't nah, know. It's fine. But yeah, I don't, you can literally get anything so AI creepy. generated. And all it essentially does is it kind of like airbrushes you and it makes you yeah. look prettier and more handsome. And it gives you, like it gave me abs. It gave me more curves and stuff in some of the pictures. Like That's I didn't so use those, creepy. but I was like, wow, I don't look that way. Yeah. So it is. Is, it's wild that AI is now also taking jobs, but that's what a lot of the writer strike was about. That just was finally finished for the actors and writers strike was because, yeah, because they had the AI, AI taking yeah, jobs. Tom Hanks, I know, is like very much on the because like yeah. some ad used his AI image mm-hmm. and likeness. And he basically was like, I have nothing to do with this company. Yep. And like, they were trying to like, and they they're trying to govern it. I just say kill all the robots. A like, lot of, a lot of TV shows and movies use AI extras. That's, Did you know that? That's Instead of actually paying for extras, there is like, I, I was, wa- I love watching those, like anything like conspiracy theory behind the scenes, whatever. And I was watching these videos and it was like pointing out how it was like AI generated people. And when you look, when they had those big crowds at the high school gym or whatever, a lot of those people oh, are fake. Creepy. And it's like just AI people that are just sitting there fake clapping. Weird. It's, shame that's on where you, we are. AI. Shame I know. And you. I use it myself to be honest. Yeah. Um, so weird story there. A couple other things we'll get to tomorrow, but we got to get to a sicko trade. Wait, then- I didn't give my good news. It's oh. super quick. And then we'll move right. on because right. I don't want to share this I tomorrow. I like good news. Hit us with some good news. Yeah, let me go with some positive I'm to, news because I'm trying to wrap up for your benefit, I know, Renee. I know it's already 10:54. Holy smokes! Okay, so you're the only one that has to leave. <laughs> I can go yeah, because 12. we go long. No, <laughs> we go longer than an hour every single day. Yeah, because uh, that's just how we roll. About, so like, AI or on the positive side, there are still human elements that are happening out here. <laughs> I, don't yeah, know. I wish MBD. now we're really going down the rabbit hole in the chat. So there are some positives that human are still doing good out in the world. And so the Philadelphia Phillies um, nonprofit sector, their Phillies Charities Incorporated, which is a charitable arm of the team, announced its 2023 Community Heroes in honor of Giving Tuesday. And they celebrated that their organization is awarding $2.1 million in grants to help other organizations in the area be able to continue their work. So they provided grants of $35,000 to 37 different charitable organizations in Pennsylvania, Jersey, or Delaware. And it's different organizations such as ALS United Mid Atlantic, the Bethesda project, Clearwater for youth, uh, the police athletic league, the Richie. Yes. Pal. I didn't, not, I used to play pal basketball. I never got invited to the pal games. (laughs) And I was salty I'm not going about down it. this rabbit 
going with you, Jamie. I was salty then about it. They also provided for the Richie Ashford, Harry Collis Foundation, the Strawberry Mansion Learning Center, a whole list of Love 37 that. various charitable organizations in the area that are going to be getting $35,000 grants from Phillies Incorporated. Right, uh, so Phillies. congratulations to those to groups and uh, shout out to the Phillies Charities Incorporated for making those opportunities happen. All yeah. right, that was it for my good news. It was not a, a personal. Oh, yeah, I have a fake photo shoot to get to. <laughs> a little golf clap for the Phillies. Now you guys chari- are questioning. Charitable efforts. Yeah, we like All charity. Right. From we like charitable charity. efforts to sicko trade mode. Sounds about right. Tyler. Hi. You're probably not going to go as sick as you did two days ago. <laughs> uh, not quite. <laughs> Oh, you're still- <laughs> we're going we're gonna to throttle Guys, that back Guys, everybody send some virtual love and hugs to Tyler because yeah. it's got him questioning but the sicko trades. And that, we love the sicko trades, That doesn't though. mean sicko trades are going to stop. What do you got Tyler's for us trade today? Talk. Drop Someti- it. Sometimes, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but sometimes a change of scenery for a player can <clears throat> sure. be a good thing. And I think that for both of these players, this is a, it's a, this is a one-for-one swap. I thought Jalen Rager was one of those guys, but it turns out he just Clearly, sucks. he just can't play football. <laughs> Another but- prospect that did not pan out well. But I think a lot of times that... Uh, um, you know, you get a change of scenery and sometimes it, it's for the best. And I think both of these guys could could do with it because respectful or respectively, the guy that the Phillies are about to acquire in this hypothetical trade had a really good rookie season two years ago and has kind of fallen off the grid a little bit and has fallen out of the depth chart with his team. The other one that the Phillies are sending was part of the World Series bullpen uh, last Ooh. year and then missed, it really didn't have a, uh, an opportunity to uh, throw a lot of major league innings. So I think a change of scenery for both of these guys would be fairly strong, and I think that it's it's a trade that's not overwhelming by any means, but I think if the Phillies can acquire a, a bench bat that is an upgrade over Jake Cave, and I think it is in this case, and they're giving up a guy who at this point is right now a minor league, uh, he is a minor league pitcher, I mean, with, with major league upside, but uh, in this case, I think that the, and that shouldn't say the Pirates, that should say the Tigers, it's bad work by me. Um, <laughs> but in this case, the Tigers get a bullpen arm to compete with what's becoming a really good back end of the bullpen. And Akil Badu gets a change of scenery and, and could be a, a platoon piece uh, in the Phillies outfield. Yeah, so he's uh, primarily played left field throughout his career. He is a left-handed bat, which the Phillies do have uh, a plethora of. I have no qualms with losing Bilotti. Yeah, so for those in the chat, I mean, excuse me, those on podcast platforms that are um, listening in, it's Akil Badu would be moving, joining us here in Philly with the Phillies, and then we'd be sending Bilotti to Detroit. Um, I, I really want a right-handed bet, uh, so I think I'm out on this. Uh, I think I'd rather have Bilotti, but if they did it, I'd be like, okay, cool. Another bench piece slash platoon piece. A um, little bit of pop, not much. In uh, Let's see. In 357 plate appearances last year, he hit 11 home runs. His first year up uh, in 461 plate appearances, hit 13 home runs. And then only got 225 plate appearances his second year and hit two home runs. Doesn't do a whole lot for me. I would probably pass and, and keep Bilotti. What do you say? It's a cool name. It's a real cool name. I'd (laughs) I'd like to hear Philadelphians butcher the pronunciation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I I think I would, I I mean, I'm all for every once in a while a change of scenery. I like that point that you're making there, Tyler, of like, hey, you can get another possible steady at bat. He can be a fill-in piece. Um, Maybe 
I don't know. Yesterday I said maybe. Today I'm kind of on the maybe track as well. Like, I don't know. If I... I would say... I would say... I would say sure. Why not? I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're not... I don't know. Like, Like, it's like yesterday's trade where it's not something where it's going to fully, in my opinion, um, make or break either way. But I do think it's a... Why not take a chance at... He's young. He's only been, I mean, three seasons in. It's a season four for him in the majors. I think Rob Thompson has shown a fondness for Bilotti, at least early in the year when he was pitching uh, a lot. So, you know... It's yeah. fine. Uh, MBD says I, I dig the thought process. Yeah. Um, a couple of people, Tyler, are asking for the sickoest uh, of moves, and that would be your Mookie oh, trade proposal. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, the Dodgers won't be so, moving him. And, so and don't here's worry about here's that. the thing with the move that I think that Detroit may consider because John, you know, John Sequel is saying thinks Detroit says no. Um, the, the reason that I think that this move might make sense for Detroit is because. Bilotti's contract is actually actually favorable to Badu's. Badu is on year two, I believe, of arbitration um, and is scheduled to make about a million and a half this upcoming season. Well, that's I mean, that's good. Bilotti is Bilotti's still pre-arbitration okay. um, and is, I think, scheduled to make somewhere in the $800,000 range. Okay. So if they're looking for a... Um, <laughs> And remember, like, Bilotti was good two years ago. He's, his strikeout numbers were yeah. up. Yeah, yeah I think a, a Rob major, Thompson likes him. A major part of the – of I shouldn't say major, but a, a key cog yeah. to the World Series yeah. bullpen. Um, the strikeout numbers went down this year, and I think the whip went up in a smaller sample size. I, I don't want to just sit here and say Bilotti stinks and he's no, cooked. No, I don't but think he stinks. I'm wondering if it closing in on now 33, it's starting to – Take the step backwards. Yeah, 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 and that's a thing. King you, Krabs and John Sequela say throw in uh, some cash considerations or Jake Cave, and I'll drive him to Michigan and pick him up. Yeah, oh, I, and I, I, I also don't Cave. mind the idea of you're getting a 25 year old Badu who can just fill in some, you know, again, fill in some pieces. Be he wouldn't be a main. You don't need him to come and be a, a, a big role, but. Sure. I, that's why I say sure. I don't say like, hell yeah, but I'll give it a solid sure. Um, and with that, though, um, before we move along, there are some decisions you can make that you never have to question. Always good for you and always will help make you feel fantastic. And that's over at Hero Bread, of course, because at Hero Bread, they have options for Soft, fluffy, delicious bread, high fiber, ultra low net carbs, zero gram sugar per slice. And when you purchase any of their bread, rolls, tortillas, sliced breads, whatever it is you're buying from Hero.co, use that code PHLY to be able to get 10% off of your purchase. And at Hero Bread, they have options that cover the full gamut, all the juice and tomatoes that they've got covered. And for Hero Bread, they have... Everything that you need to fit your lifestyle, regardless of your allergies, if you're on a diet, anything else, you can head over to Hero Bread and be able to shop where they've got fewer calories than the leading national brand at Hero.co or Amazon. Use that code PHLY, get 10% off, eat right, eat healthy, and it tastes delicious while you are eating it. Well, guys, I know we have... uh, You ready? I do, but I have to just say something. You won yesterday. You should be feeling good. I have to just say something really quickly because... It's starting already. What? So as you guys know, I have to leave because I... It might be AI. It is probably AI. I don't think it's a real person. I have to leave because I have to go get my car worked on. So I just got a call from the dealer and I sent in the voicemail and I just... I'm looking at it. I shouldn't have looked at it. um, What they said. Do you know these jerks (laughs) (laughs) have the nerve to say this is blank with with blank dealership? I see that you have a service appointment with us today. 
my used car manager is very, in all caps, interested in your car and you could have some equity. Do you want to hear our offer about an upgrade while you wait? So it begins. I'm not even there yet. And they're already trying to force me to pay more money. I'm not coming in no, there they, to trade my car No, they could be in. offering you above market money for your used car if they want to get you <sighs> a new car. As they're talking trade deals. But I just bought my car in 2022. Oh. It's not even two well, years old Well, yeah, but the used yet. car market is so wild these days. Listen, I might it consider. It might be worth more now than it was a year ago. But then you're probably going to get hit with higher rates. Thanks, so, Dad. You know. I'm just like, don't listen is- to that, Renee. We're going to go listen to ACDC and chew some bubble gum in the corner just, and get you now, hyped up. Now here we are with them. Like, it's not even, I'm not even there yet. I'm physically not even there yet. I didn't even drop my car <laughs> off yet. And you're already trying to pitch me on an idea yeah. to make me. And I traded my one of my previous cars in. I did do that years ago. And it, it I mean, it, it was a cool deal, but I don't know that I would do it again. I yeah. like my baby. So stay, All right. stay that strong. That being Renee. said, stay oh strong. gosh, guys, I'm nervous. Make sure you're uh, sending some strong thoughts my way. But I'm also nervous because it is time for well, Guess That Ballpark. Yes. Didn't I say 11.03 we'd be starting? Yeah, Here we so are. You're, you're pretty, pretty spot on. I'm super accurate, which means I'm probably going to win today. All right, Tyler, what do you got for us in guess? Oh, shucks. That ball. Okay. <clears throat> A little no. It looks See, like now, a slice remember, pizza. Renee, you got to get out of here, so we got to oh, do no. this quickly. You're gonna oh, have a no. real timer on you. I always look at the one thing in the ballpark, and then I like hyper focus on it. It's that little dip in left center field. Has Minute Maid Park been? Oh, we did that. Used I yet? do believe we've we used, used Minute Maid. You need a list, Jamie. I do. Do you? Have God, I do have the list. Well, share it with me. <laughs> well, it's it's. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's only so much hoarding of cheating material you can keep from me. We've done 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I mean, 13. So so we're almost officially halfway through. Yeah, we've done 13. Holy moly. Oh, man. I might have to run back my guess from yesterday. I actually think it's Angel. Because we haven't done that one yet. Is that, a, is, is that a new team? No. Angels. I don't want to complete. I don't want to think I'm locking anything in yet. But mm. right now, I'm, I'm feeling like we're in LA. I think Chris. All right, this is where I'm, I'm, go, I'm running back my answer from yesterday. What did you say Which yesterday? Was yesterday. Great American Ballpark <laughs> <laughs> in Cincinnati. Because I think Chris is going to try and play some mental games with me. And hit it right back. There is that little alcove in left center there. So yesterday we did Dodger Stadium. I feel like, but he has he has said he's not going to do back to back like mm. similar areas or whatever. But that doesn't. Oh, we didn't do the White Sox. No, that's mm. not the White Sox. Oh. I'm, I'm running it back. Oh, it kind of. No, it's not the Great White American Sox. locked in. <laughs> <laughs> Great American Park. Nice. Great American right Park. Every day. Days. Oh my lanta. I'm gonna be right one of these days. Goodness. Uh, somebody in the chat said T-Mobile. Have we done Seattle? I think we did. We right? have done. We Seattle. did T-Mobile already. Uh, um, yeah. Great American ooh, Ballpark. Final Mmm. Camden Yards. We did right, not Renee, do the Orioles for oh, your own crap. sake and your appointment. No, I am gonna we're start. Gonna be late. Siri, start the one. This is minute more important than my timer. car getting worked on. Mm. They're trying to get you in That's a new highly car. debatable. One minute. <laughs> countdown has begun. Okay, okay, wait. I've got this. I've got this. Uh-huh. We did progressive field already. I think Chris is going to troll me and go great American today. Wait, didn't we do progressive field already? Why did I not write that down? 
Did we do progressive, Uh-oh. Tyler? She's doubting herself. Tyler, Maybe. Answer me. 40 seconds. Wait, have we done that already? Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> oh my uh, that, gosh. That's why I said maybe. I really have Crap. no. I, couldn't, I think I can't we did. Remember I'm gonna write it down. Ooh, okay. So a lot of people seem to think Miami because of that. Oh, I didn't even look dolphin. at Miami yet. Oh that could be fair. Gosh. It could be Great American Ballpark. Oh no. We'll find out soon enough. Okay. Okay. Could okay. Be the vet. I don't know. <laughs> oh no. Connie Mack Stadium. Shy right. Park. It kind of looks like Oriole Park, but it kind of looks like Angel. Well, you have uh, ten Stadium. seconds. Ten seconds. Final answer is needed. I'm doing this for your sake, Renee. Five. I'm gonna four. Five. Three. Two. That's my wake up alarm, and it's so triggering. I I just jumped out of my skin. All right, right. what do you got? I'm gonna go. uh, Final answer. I'm gonna go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna stall. I'm gonna guess that this ballpark for today on this Wednesday, November 29th. Miami is the, the correct answer. answer. Gosh, everybody say Miami. I don't even I haven't even this looked at Miami. This is great stalling by you. Yeah, c- um, come on. Give us an answer. This, is, this is ridiculous at this point. Oh, no. Just say it. You're already All right, winning. I'm going to go. I'm going to. Oh, gosh. All right. I want to say Miami, but I'm going to go Angels, but I think it's Miami. Oh, All right. No, so Miami. We're, we're locking in Angel no. Stadium and Great American Ballpark. Great American Ballpark. No, it's Miami. It's Miami. Oh, oh. I said I did it, but I don't want to be a crowd chaser. Like, I don't want to well, just go with the chat. crowd's going with. Uh, John and Spy- oh, Spiral Outcast Wells Fargo. No, I think the John- first one to get it was was King Crabs. King Crabs oh. with the Miami. He said that stupid dolphin. That might be the place where that is. Well, Renee, you should have followed the chat today. But I don't want to be a follower. I'm a leader. Subaru Park. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Listen. Good job by the chat today. You guys are That's always all. better than us because collectively you guys always get the answer right. Nice stink. I thought I was once going to get like 10 or 11 of these. You did. Um, Jamie came in and it's predicting he was going to get 10 right this year. Yeah, because I, I didn't think I would miss like Dodger Stadium and Fenway. In your defense, though, you still Bank have Park. time. Today uh, was. I don't like my odds. <laughs> if I get above five, I'll be pretty happy. I'll be. Let's just say that. Uh, so that's it for us today. Renee has to go meet her maker over at the car dealership and see what. <laughs> yes. Well, your car maker. That sounded awful. Well, not. You're not going to go die at the car dealership. Oh my gosh! I don't like. Oh my gosh! They're just going to try to get into your wallet. That's all. Jeez Louise, Jamie. <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound that dark. <laughs> I just so meant not they're, scared to go they're just trying anywhere. to get in your purse. That's all. Uh, so good luck. Stay strong. <sighs> Thanks, guys. For Renee. Fingers crossed Washington. Tomorrow. For Tyler Zuli. John Foley, our new Phillies beat writer, is going to be with us in studio this upcoming Friday. So that'll be exciting. And hopefully we'll be able to announce some more exciting news uh, regarding John and the winter meetings for you. Uh, but for everybody in the chat today, we appreciate and love all of you. Hope everybody stays warm if you're in the Delaware Valley on this frigid Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at our more <laughs> regular time, regular, <laughs> regular words, time words, uh, at eleven thirty tomorrow. So we'll be back tomorrow. We will see you then. Uh, thank you to everybody. Have a great rest of the Wednesday. See ya. Wouldn't want to be- we all silly like the mayor. 